welcome to another edition of the Screen Nerds Podcast. My name's Michael Burgett, and thanks for joining me for this quick screen episode of Dreamin' Wild, a brand new film out in theaters, checked it out, and wanted to share some of my thoughts with you on the film. Now, the film is based on a true story of two brothers named Donnie and Joe Emerson, who in the late 1970s as teenagers uh, played music and recorded an album appropriately titled Dreamin' Wild and had dreams of pursuing a music career and uh, you know thoughts that this album would uh, blow up and be a huge success. Uh, but unfortunately at the time, it kind of just drifted into obscurity and the brothers kind of went their separate ways with Donnie kind of continuing the pursue a music career while Joe kind of stayed around the family farm and uh, and as we get into the film uh, proper, uh, it is around the year 2011, some 30-odd years later after the recording of the album. Donnie is running a music studio and is married with kids. Uh, and Joe is uh, doing construction work and working around the, the family farm and uh, is not married. He never married. And so... Uh, that's kind of where we find them in 2011 when all of a sudden, uh, through miraculous circumstances, uh, a guy in Montana finds the album at a secondhand store and shares it with his friends who then share it and kind of then virally blows up to where a music guy comes to the family farm and asks for uh, you know, kind of permission to kind of pursue more of this with them. And, uh, and then turns out a, a uh, New York Times writer comes and interviews the family and uh, it, which then leads to just more and more interest in the, the music and the album. And they start to play music together again, uh, Donnie and Joe, and even play in a concert, an anniversary concert at the Showbox in Seattle and so really that's the premise of the story is how these two brothers who, uh, you know, 30 years later become celebrity rock stars of, of, of a sort. And you know, I had heard the story back in the day and, you know, it's you know, shocking and surprising because it's like, you know, you don't ever hear of things like this. And when I heard that this film was coming out, I thought it was interesting. And then hearing the, who the cast was... I was like, I was immediately sold on it. And so I was super interested in checking out this film and I was not disappointed. This film, if there was one word to describe this film, it's, it's a beautiful film. It's beautiful in its performances. It's beautiful in the cinematography, the music. It's beautiful. It's just a very beautiful film. Uh, and it really emotionally gets to you. I think, I think that's really the best way to describe it. It just gets to you. It just, it, it gets hold of you and it just holds on to you th for the duration of the film uh, because it, it deals with a lot of ideas and thoughts that, you know, we all, you know, have, you know, we all have dreams. We all have, uh, aspirations. Uh, we all have goals. We all have things that we, you know, look for and look forward to. And we have those ones that, you know, get kind of dreams that get crushed, dreams that get abandoned, 
uh, and to think of you know those those kind of dreams that get uh, revitalized. It's like how do you how do you respond to that? How do you deal with that? And you really see it a lot through Donnie because Donnie is the one that wanted that music career and wanted to pursue music so much that you know how does someone who had their dreams seemingly crushed you know have it renewed again and what does that feel like what does that look like and I think this film paints a very beautiful picture of that Uh, the director is the uh, same director that did the Brian Wilson biopic Love and Mercy and you see that kind of love and attention to to that uh, from that film in this one Uh, it's just like I said beautiful film Uh, I already mentioned the performances in the cast I love this cast I thought that they did a tremendous job with the casting and and the performances because very top-notch Casey Affleck uh, is the actor who plays the adult Donnie and Noah Jupe plays teenage Donnie I thought they did a great job with with that kind of pairing because they they have the essence it's not like they look like each other it's not, it's not like Noah Jupe looks like a young Casey Affleck but it's how they perform the together as far as like teenage version versus adult version and you see like the similarities but you also see the differences as well because teenage Donnie still has that hope and uh, and dream uh, throughout the course of his part until it gets to kind of the end when you know he comes back from Hollywood and the the dream has kind of ended for the for the time and you, you see where adult Donnie kind of picks that up and and I thought Noah and Casey really did a great job. I think this is if not one of Casey Affleck's best performances the best uh, I, I I just think that he really hit the nail on the head with this film because it really is you know a lot of emotion that you have to pour into this performance and I thought he did a great job with that uh Walton Goggins uh and Jack Dylan Grazer uh played the versions of Joe uh really Walton I thought had a great performance because he he kind of has that same kind of hope like his hope never really was crushed and I think it's because, you know, he, it wasn't his life. It wasn't his dream. He, he loved, he loves music. And I think it's, it shows too. I think he loves music, but I think that he didn't really put all of his eggs into that one basket per se. Uh, but he still has his struggles. He still has his, his things that he, he carries with him, his regrets, his, his hurts and, I thought that that was really great too, and I, I thought Jack Dylan Grazer played a great younger version of that too. Like you, you see a lot more of the similarities in performances between Walton and Jack, uh, because I think the character through line is similar. Uh, there's not too many changes, but you still see kind of the maturity and the growth that takes place, and and like I said, the hurt that both Donnie and Joe deal with they're different but they're similar as well and I think that 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 really stands out in in their performances Uh, Zoe Deschanel plays Nancy uh, Donnie's wife uh, who also is 
a partner in uh, Donnie's music uh, in in adulthood. Really loved her performance. Uh, Bo Bridges plays the dad, uh, and you you just see the love that he has uh, for his sons and, and his daughters too, because because he, he has like four kids here, and you see the love and the sacrifice that he's willing to make. Not. Not and it's not of anything that you know he takes lightly in that like he, it's because he loves his kids so much and it's a great, great uh, showing of you know a father for his kids and, and his for his family and and how much he loves them and that you know, it's it's not something that he he it, he thinks twice sometimes of, of what he does because you know, even. Uh, going to the bank and knowing that you know the family farm a lot of the acres gets foreclosed uh you know he he doesn't really you know he doesn't think twice about it he just does it and so uh really just a great a great showing of uh, of a father and and the and the love he has for his children just really loved Bo Bridges performance um i mentioned the cinematography and how beautiful it is you know it, it shows a lot of eastern washington um in, in that area and there there's some there's some beautiful parts of uh, of that area in that region and so very very cool how they shot that um the music a lot of a lot of the music is from uh the emersons and so you 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 really feel like you're you're listening to them and uh and i, I was really blown away by casey affleck and how he performed and played uh, he he blew me away. I didn't know that he was that great. Of, uh, I didn't know that he was a musician. So it's like so to see that he was that great, like he was that good. It was just impressive, and it was really cool to see Walton Goggins playing the drums too. And it was just very very cool stuff. Um, obviously, you know Zoe Deschanel is very gifted musically and talented in that way, and so wasn't surprised there. But definitely was surprised about. Uh, Casey Affleck and, and how he you know, how he was, uh, but really the music, you know, when you have a musical biopic, uh, it's important to get that right. And obviously, when you have, like I said, the director from uh, Love and Mercy, you know he's going to get it right. So, no worries there on that front. Um, just a beautiful film. I love this film. Uh, I know it's one that's going to fly under the radar with everything that's out right now in theaters. Uh, but if you are a if you're a music fan, you'll love this film. It just, it, it, it shows, I think both the reality of the music scene, but also the hopes and dreams in, in those times when it, it does get it right. And, you know, the, the, the dreams, you know, even though they're decades deferred, uh, they do and can come true. And so if you're a music fan, you'll love this film if you love a good story, uh, I, I think you'll love you'll love this film just as much as I did. Uh, it just it, it really just emotionally just like I said earlier, it grabs hold of you and it just holds on to you for the duration of the film. Just such a such a beautiful, lovely, uh, heart wrenching but heartwarming film. Uh, I loved it, and I would say it's gonna be probably up there as far as my favorite films of the year definitely up there for probably 
most underrated of the year. I don't think it's going to get a whole lot of uh, love, but it should. And I hope that it does. That's one time I, this is one time I hope I'm wrong. I don't think it's going to get as much love as far as awards and things like that. But I hope that it gets a lot of watch and views and and people fall in love with, with it like I have. It's one that if you get an opportunity to watch it, uh, definitely go check it out. So that's my thoughts on Dreamin' Wild. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the film when you see it or any film that you've been checking out of late. You can let me know your thoughts anytime by email, screennerdspodcast at gmail.com. You can always find us on Twitter at ScreenNerdsPod and share your thoughts there. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search out Screen Nerds Podcast and like the page there. You can also find us on Instagram and Threads. Just search out Screen Nerds Podcast and follow us there. And if you get an opportunity, please rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Good Pods, CastBox, Amazon Music, where it is that you get your podcasts, you can find us there. Just search out Screen Nerds Podcast and hopefully subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave a written review. Leave a five-star review, hopefully, and share the podcast around. would really appreciate it. And thank you for all the support that you've given. And uh, hopefully you'll continue to support us here at the Screen Nerds Podcast. So again, thanks for joining me for this quick screen episode. My name is Michael Burgett, and we will catch you on the next episode.